Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm Deepal Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America right here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me on this December 30th, good grief, all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right, is my wonderful co-host, the actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie. A very good day to you, Philip. How are you, and how's everything going out in Los Angeles? Los Angeles is uh, rainy. We're raining today, and uh, uh, which we which we need. And I had my producer uh, Gus in here with me for a while during the rain, but it has let up. So I, I, I let him out. He said, "I don't want to hear another show." Um, <laughs> but what, what, what's interesting is uh, what we've had. I, has, I hope our has, listeners don't feel that way. But anyway, no, I, I, I hope. Well, we listen as as. Our listeners are extremely loyal, and and we are very, very grateful to them. Every, every, every show, you know, this past week, uh, you know, speaking of the weather, uh, we just had some rain for about four hours. It wasn't a, a storm, but the whole West Coast, at least California, from from the Bay Area down down here, the uh, there have been, um, I guess, storms out at sea. And the waves have been humongous. Um, I guess oh, yeah, there's a place. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I guess there's a place uh, near San Francisco, which is a favorite of surfers. And they were dealing, and I, I was watching video of this, they were dealing with 30-foot waves, and w- which is quite astounding. And just up the road here in Ventura, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of houses got flooded out. Uh, mm. Because of the uh, just the, the uh, I, I don't know what it was. It might have been a combination of I know there was a full moon earlier in the week, and sometimes that has to do with the tides. But whatever this has been uh, for the folks who live uh, who live uh, at at the um, at the uh, on the ocean, uh, <laughs> it's been pretty good. But we're we're fine, and we are uh, we are. Uh, now we're dry because the rain has let up. But that's a, a little um, finishing out the old year and ringing in the new year at the beach. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw a couple of the cars that were just washed away there at Ventura. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, beautiful Ventura, that lovely pier and a couple of nice restaurants overlooking at it. Yeah. The, you know, don't mess with Mother Nature. You never know how she's feeling. Never. And you know, I I know John. I know John Kerry doesn't know about that. John Kerry, he, he he could take his jet some his private jet someplace and and and, and make and make and make the waves stop or something like. that. Well, his work is so important that it merits a large footprint. Um, you know, here I'm go, I'm go, I'm going to move on to California. Do a quick a quick list of what's happening in this. Um, a bizarre state. It's Please. not only are people leaving in droves, which I know Gavin Newsom still does not um, acknowledge, but he he is not dealing with facts. He is dealing with his uh, you know, pea-sized brain. And not only do we have, as I mentioned a week or two ago on the podcast, a sixty-eight billion with a B um, dollar deficit in a state, uh, but now. Um, they just raised, uh, you know, because they're so good. They just raised. Uh, I begin. I think it begins on the first 
or, or very soon after the first of the year. The minimum wage in California, they raised it from 16 to $20 an hour. Well, some people might say, well, that's great. Everybody can be rich now or whatever they, you know, might say. But here, here, you know, nobody looks at the fallout in true economic terms. And there's a real difference between real economy. You take someone like Milton Friedman and uh, Thomas Sowell, who are real free marketeers, and um, and add on social justice, which the people who were the do-gooders who want to arrange society. Well, oh, here's yes. what you, here's, they want to arrange society as opposed to people knowing what's good for themselves. Here's what the fallout immediately of this mm-hmm. is going to be. Mm-hmm. Multiple Golden State Pizza Hut franchises, collectively, you know, hundreds of uh, uh, stores are laying off all their in-house drivers right that will come to over 1200 throughout the state there are pizza hut locations sacramento palm springs la and other areas over 1200 employees are going to be laid off because they can't afford it that 20 dollars now so would you be rather would you rather be making 16 dollars an hour and and have a job and 20 dollars an hour and be out of work you know, yeah. they, 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 they always the talk they, that that's right. They always talk in terms of, well, nobody can live on that. Well, you know what? Most people who drive and deliver things are that's a starting point. People move up through the economic system. They always do. And that's just the way of, e- of economics. Now, back in uh, in September, when the bill was being um, um argued, McDonald's slammed the bill saying it would raise the projected annual cost of each restaurant, not the company, each restaurant. Let's say you're a franchise owner. Mm-hmm. The cost, your cost because of this would be raised $250,000. Now, what's amazing about this, you know, people now, you go to stores now, you go to supermarkets now and places like that, they have self-checkout, don't they? So so people are being put out of work. Exactly, exactly. I went went to buy a loaf of bread at Fresh Time here just yesterday afternoon. And uh, do you know Fresh Time? Do you have it out there on the West Coast? No, no, we don't. It's, It's, I think, out of Chicago. The great stores. It's sort of like a poor man's Whole Foods. <laughs> and for the first time, I'm in there, and there wasn't a cashier anywhere to be seen. Every line was automatic checkout, 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 automatic checkout. And I just thought, this is the result. This is what's going to happen. It is. It 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 is it is absolutely it is absolutely that that uh you know and and many businesses are doing that and it comes down to and even let's say mcdonald's because you need somebody to flip a burger we haven't gotten to uh you know uh um, um robots doing that where who's the who's the cost going to be put up pushed on to the business uh, not the business i'm sorry the customer absolutely we will we will pay the extra of this and 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 the let's say the pizza hut the drivers will be out of work and the cost will be pushed on to us but gavin newsom can feel good gavin newsom and the and the insane one party legislature we have and one two 
Final quick points of what's going on in California. Also, after the first of the year, with a $68 billion deficit, California is going to start giving health care, free health care, free, funny word, to illegal aliens that I have to pay for. Well, wouldn't I like free health care? Wouldn't no, we all? Yeah, you see, no, no, you, 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 like every other, every other working stiff in the world, has to has to go and find insurance, go and find a, a medical insurance that you have to pay for, and then you have uh, you know, your deductibles and all of that. But you know what? Just sneak over the border, and I will have to pay for you. Um, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, to, so you can get free health care. And they wonder, and now where's that money going to be made up? It's going to be made up with the deficit getting even larger, with them right. raising taxes. Right. Now, I know a lot of states, that, but California, as we say, and as we have said, you know, it, it happens first in California. This is the wave of the future, which is why people are leaving this damn state to go places where they can live and not be um, not be robbed of what they make. You know, you make you, you make a, a, a living and, and you want as little taken from uh, f- from the government as possible. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah, just human. Yeah. That's human nature. So anyway, that's yeah. the wonderful thing about California <laughs> this week. And I'll have another one next week. There will never be a loss for them, but it's oh. just it's uh it's staggering really uh just to see how short sighted it all is i I think of some of those early jobs I had delivering the detroit free press and and uh working uh, uh after high school in an ice cream shop and of course those were uh jobs that uh you know, when when you did as a as a young man, you were just happy to be contributing, happy to be having a little money in your pocket, and 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 they 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 served as an incentive. They not served as exactly not, not only an incentive; it also taught you the value of a dollar and what you have to do to make a living to live. So to improve yourself and yeah, get the next yeah. job, which will be better, and then go to college, et cetera, you know, and so on and so forth. Kids they, today, they, Philip. Kids today. Uh-uh, it's different. <laughs> Yeah, well, not 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 only are, uh, is it different with kids today. You know, uh, uh, it's a good segue into uh, into uh, uh, one of our main topics today. Uh, you know, everybody's been talking about uh, uh, you know stemming from the explosion of not so hidden uh, anti-Semitism uh, throughout the world, um, but uh, more specifically in some of our uh, quote elite, unquote, and I say that with dripping sarcasm, such as Harvard with the racist and, um, and plagiarizing uh, Claudine Gay as the, uh, as the president who is still in her position. You know, yes. it's, not just, uh, it's not just in the universities that, that anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism and Jew hatred basically is being taught. Listen to this. This is, this is, there is a teacher in Manhattan. Her name is Syriana Aboud. She teaches, are you ready for this, in, mid, in a mid to public school in Midtown Manhattan, mm-hmm. pre-K, pre-K. We're talking four years old, four-year-olds. Mm-hmm. 
She put this past fall, she put a poster on the wall outside of her pre-K classroom and, and she claimed it would be teaching uh, uh, four and five-year-olds about the human body. But what you know what part of the body she showed? The poster showed four sketches of differently shaped noses. Two small, one hooked, and the other, of course, with a nose ring. Now, what do these people... Why do people have different noses, she said, you know, in a headline above the drawing? Well, you know, classically, going back to Nazis and going back throughout time, who had the hooked nose? A Jew. And one of her four was a hooked nose. Now, it goes mm -hmm. beyond that. It goes beyond that, that, uh, you know, uh, she was she was asked by the free press for 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 a comment. Not not only does she do this and not be punished or disciplined by the Department of Education, but she has last December, she she won the Big Apple Award, the highest distinction for a city teacher for being, quote, a liberation-inspired educator who oh, raises societal expectations of the critical work of young children. Now, oh, she's, a, she's an Instagram person with lots of followers, thousands of followers. And um, what she talks about, she's, uh, I guess, Lebanese in, uh, you know, uh, background, yeah. uh, she talks about, speak to your child about Palestine. And how she writes articles on Instagram, and not articles, but phrases on how to decolonize your teaching. This is in pre-K. But this is not just a, an outlier, this woman. In California, right down here in Orange County, which is a much more uh, 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 conservative county than yes, Los yes, Angeles yes. County, yep. there is a 10th grade history course approved by Santa Ana Unified School District includes, that includes readings that call Israel an extremist, illegal Jewish settler population, accuses them of ethnic cleansing. And in Jefferson Union High School, a school district near San Francisco, it teaches about Palestinian dispossession of lands, identity, culture through Zionist settler mm. colonialism. So we're going from pre-K into high school and and by the way, this is part of uh, which passed in 2021 California's new ethnic studies model curriculum, which mandates lessons on the marginalization of Black, Hispanic, Native American, and Asian American peoples, except you know the oppressors, white people, and in their minds, even though we know there are Black Jews in Israel, we know this, but. The oppressor is the white person, which means the Jew. And this goes on and on. And, yeah, and, and yeah. it's interesting that it stems from many schools throughout the over a million secondary school students in all 50 states are learning about history in the Middle East from a Brown University Choices program. You know where they get their money from? Qatar. Yeah, yeah. The wealthy Arab state, which has been pouring money into universities and now mm. happens to be harboring the leaders of Hamas, many of whom are billionaires. And, and this is Brown's teaching material. Israel, according to multiple lessons in this, is a Zionist enterprise in Palestine, an apartheid state, settler colony, and a military occupier. 
this mm. and and I I could go on, but this yeah, is well, what no, is this yeah. is what is being taught, and I I I think and hope now that more people are seeing this and coming out and saying, "What the hell are you doing? This is well, anti-Semitism I, I, yeah. from top to bottom." Yeah, yeah, and there is no need, folks, to wonder further why fifty-one percent of Americans children, young people between the ages of 18 and 24 express their belief, according to a recent poll, that the Israelis should be forced to abandon their country and give it to Hamas. Imagine. But if if you've been indoctrinated this long, and it's happening right through our educational system through the college level. We addressed it. Down to pre-K. Right, and I addressed it in the complicity of the church. The church has been preaching it for decades. It's little wonder that we're seeing these kind of staggering numbers and mindless, literally indoctrinated parrots parrots who don't un- understand the full history, the context, uh, the great uh, 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 moral prerogative of, of Israel, etc., etc. By the way, there is a, a stunning uh, article, and I'm going to link it to our letter. Sometimes I say I do that, then I don't. I think I shall today. It's by Lee Smith, and again, he's uh, Leo Leibovitz's uh, colleague at uh, Tablet uh, mag.com, and he's written a fabulous essay called The Global Empire of Palestine, and how the Palestinians have something better than a state. They have the backing of today's worldwide power brokers. And, and one of his quotes is the following, uh, to the literal-minded, which I think... Uh, Yeah, many are. And others who do not yet recognize the character of the pathologies ushered in with the age of the empire of Palestine. It may seem bewildering, for instance, to see LGBTQ plus organizations demonstrating on behalf of a Hamas triumph. But queers for Palestine don't need to be told how Hamas actually deals with queers in Gaza and the West Bank. That is irrelevant. In the empire of Palestine, all differences transcended. It is not a place. It is a spiritual principle guided by the inversion of reality and, of course, governed by the equation 2 plus 2 equals 5. And, by the way, this past week, a gay person in Gaza was beheaded. So... So much for queers for Palestine. Can you imagine? Out in the public square. That's right. Do they have no comprehension of what is really going on? Do people not understand that there is a spirit of oppression in the land in relationship to women, 
in relationship to marginalized groups, in religion to all LGBTQIA people, and here they are, because the empire of Palestine has found an intersectionality against and with all of those who are oppressed by the great oppressor, the great Satan in this case, U.S. and its surrogate Israel. Not not only that, you know, I was just thinking uh, uh, there are a great many people in uh, in Northern Europe, uh, in mainstream Europe and Northern Europe, who who are are, are truly on the side of uh, of the Israelis. And, and of course, what's, am- what's, am- what's, what's what's amazing to me is that uh, Americans, Israelis, and Europeans who have brought so much to this world for centuries. Have we brought bad stuff? Sure. Okay, there was slavery. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. However, art, culture, what, what, what these countries and us and Israel bring to the world. Remember I mentioned a few weeks ago, Israel is doing tremendous agricultural work with African countries. Nobody else is doing that. And yet, the people who have done in many ways the most for so much of the world, we are the enemy. And, and, and you know, there was a, uh, there was a, uh, you know, people have been doing uh, uh, some, some uh, 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 what do you call it, Poll, polling. Uh, somebody at the uh, UC Berkeley did some, did some polling. And, and they're finding out through polling that students who care most strongly about the Israeli occupation of Palestinian territories do not even have the knowledge of basic facts surrounding the subject and do not share similar concerns about other geopolitical conflicts. You know, so, so they, they, uh, they, they don't care about the U.S.-Iran relations, and that's very dangerous. They don't care about a civil war in Yemen, and it goes on and on and on. But what they're, what they're, what they're finding is that the the ones who are who virtually know nothing about the conflict that they profess to care and so deeply about 84% of those who were polled in yes. the, who were the most passionate cohort that could not name the decade in which Israel captured the West Bank <laughs> 75% could not locate the Palestinian territories in question on a map Moreover, a full, I'm quoting from an article uh, from from the poll, a full 25% of these programmed and propagandized, true, students placed the Palestinian territories just west of Lebanon. Oh, no, wait. That would be in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. So they 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 when they talk about you know you know from the Palestine from the uh, from from the uh, uh, the river to the sea nobody can name the river nobody knows the sea it's 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 this radical it's this radical communist anti-white and anti-Semitic um, uh, ideology that they buy hook line and sinker because they are fed to they are fed it from so many different sources yes. and uh yeah. you know so yeah. it, it, you know it 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 it, it it's quite it, it's quite mind-boggling um well what well, well, it is and then when you finally uh you know uh just step on the accelerator 
and you you know you find out that one in five young Americans have a positive view of nine one one mastermind and Al Qaeda founder Osama bin Laden. That three out of ten Gen Z voters believe the views of the anti-Semitic terrorist leader who slaughtered thousands was a force for good. What we're seeing on the streets, folks, is incomparable. This is not a bunch of hippies out there of the 60s wanting to make love, not war, anti-Vietnam. There is an insidiousness at the very core of what they are preaching. You know, talk about hippies. I was thinking the other day, if people, you know, who've been around a while or people who just like to listen to, uh, uh, you know, uh, oldies on rock. Uh, in 1967, there was a, a tune, San Francisco by Scott McKenzie. Uh, if you're going to San, this was the summer of love, right? Yeah. Uh, if you're going to San Francisco, be sure to wear some flowers in your hair. If you're going to San Francisco, you'll meet some gentle people there. That's the hippie. Whether, whether one, whether one, whether one thought that was pie in the sky or not, at least it came from a place. Remember the summer of love. I don't see any love no. here. None. No. It is, it is hatred. It is, it is, it is hatred, hatred that, that can only eat one up from the, from, from, you know, from, from the inside. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, and, and these here are people that are being uh, exalted. Do you know that uh, Yasser Arafat, who when he died, uh, was a billionaire, and today his wife and daughter live in London, in the most Tony part of London. They live like two queens. Oh yeah. And their money and everything was based on slaughtering and hating and wanting to destroy and eliminate Jews. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, nice? yeah. Yeah. And yeah. from that, uh, uh, that uh, article that Lee Smith wrote, he did a direct quote from uh, Yasser Arafat. Let me, let me just uh, quote it uh, from none other than Mr. Arafat. Uh, we regard the U.S. government as the controlling force of neocolonialism, imperialism, and racism, and we have no doubt that the U.S. employs Israel to spearhead its strategy of domination in the Middle East. And, of course, Arafat, this was in the middle of the Cold War, and all of his uh, cliches, etc., etc., are now resonating uh, in these demonstrations literally throughout the world. Hey, I'm just uh, glad that, because uh, I know you had uh, family for uh, Christmas. I'm, I'm glad your son got out of town and you guys didn't have to confront. I, 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 I guess some of the demonstrators were, were trying to shut down the airport out there in Los Angeles. Yeah, they did it twice. They did it twice, uh, uh, you know, before, before our visit and after our visit, you know, you're talking about that, 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 that just the bile and nonsense that, yeah. our, that you were just quoting Arafat. These are people who are so intolerant that if you don't bow down and pay obeisance to Allah and the Quran, they will kill you. Just like they would kill and did this past week a gay person. So I don't want to hear anybody 
of 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 radical Islam ideology yeah. talk, talk talk about colonialism. Let's let's go back into history too. Who were the biggest colonialists? Were the Muslims for for five at least five hundred years, you know, pouring their way through 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 uh, Europe. So let's stop well, we'll the be, nonsense. We'll be we'll be staying on this, Philip, for uh, a long long time because again the uh, uh, the war will continue in spite of again the. Uh, condemnation that is coming in and already the uh, nonsense of trying to handcuff Israel and its uh, autonomy and its freedom. I saw a, a priest the other day. Oh my talk, gosh, I saw, I saw that moron too. Talk about uh, the <laughs> slot, the slot, no, in this case, I'm not sure you did see this one where, but he talked about, you know, the slaughtering of, of children in Gaza. See, it's the slaughtering, comparing it to the 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 uh, death of the innocents in Jesus's day again, appropriating Jesus for the justification of Hamas, where seventy five percent of the people have uh, expressed themselves as affiliated with the Hamas uh, agenda which is the complete annihilation of Israel. Philip, I'm going to do a... Wait, wait, let, let, let yeah, me pick up yeah. on it. There, there was a woman who was interviewed this week who had been uh, held hostage. And by the way, uh, I know a lot of our listeners know that some uh, people have seen the 47 minutes of just horror uh, that was going on live. Uh, right. Uh, uh, videoed by the perpetrators. Uh, it's come, it, it came out this week. It's, I'm not going to mention it, but it was 10 times worse than that. 10 times worse than that. But one woman was, was saying they, they, they operated on her arm mm -hmm. without anesthetic, anesthesia. And mm -hmm. it was done by a veterinarian and she was held hostage in a home with <laughs> a, with a wife, a husband and children. Right. The shields, the human shields. Human shields, you bet you the human shields. And 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 you just said that at least seventy five percent of Palestinians are, are support Hamas. So I don't want anybody. And by the way, in this Israeli spokesman this week said something. Sometimes the simplest thing is the uh, the, the 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 most powerful. Yeah, yeah. He 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 said uh, if Hamas surrenders, the war ends tomorrow. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. No. There was, there, there was there was peace on October sixth, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, there there certainly was until uh, until the light of dawn came, and uh, then came the uh, the great uh, the true slaughter that couldn't care less for human life, young, old, etc. Right. In contrast to Israel, that has, I believe, done its its best in attempts to uh, inform uh, inform uh, you know the the non combatant. This is what's going to be happening, etc., etc., etc. They it, bent it, over it, backwards. It, it, that's right. In fact, uh, I think it was this week or the or, or the week before. They, um, there there were three or four. Uh, Palestinian civilians who were not, you know, living in, in, in a building that was a Hamas headquarter, you know, just, in, and, and you know what the Israeli, the IDF did? 
They acknowledged the mistake and they apologized for that mistake. Tell me the difference between animals and people who have a conscience and who in, 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 in their, in their uh, uh, campaign to rid Hamas that when, that when innocent civilians, truly innocent civilians were, were, were killed, that they, they, they had a, an official apology about it. Yeah. Yeah. Philip, when, when, I, when the Gazans do that. Yeah, Philip. I may, uh, I may uh, just touch on my PS of the day, but this is such a uh, obviously a, a subject that is engaged both of us from day one, as it has the world community, and it has our friends uh, and our Jewish friends here stateside and in Israel, etc. But let me let me just quote again, keeping on our main theme here from Lee Smith and his essay, The Global Empire of Palestine. Uh, because again, you know, you wonder, how, how, how is it queers for Palestine? How, how is it young people, 51% want Israel, Israel to be essentially removed from the map and indeed from the Jordan River, whose uh, shores and waters I have stepped into, to uh, the Mediterranean, um, all for Hamas. Lee writes this, All the wretched of the earth have attached their hopes and grievances to the Palestinians, not because Hamas and the PA, Islamic Jihad, Hezbollah, and others are indigenous underdogs resisting the colonialist war machine or stalwart subalterns on a campaign for universal liberty. Rather, terrorists, criminals, psychopaths, and fantasists from every part of the globe have grafted themselves onto the Palestinian cause because the most basic laws of nature have been revised to accommodate it. The Palestinian cause gives hope to each of these groups, hope that their own nihilistic and murderous ambitions could win world favor as well, and they have, and I love this, almost a uh, closing statement. Under the rules set by great powers to govern the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, anything is possible. Losing is winning. Crime is justice. Rape is love. Death is life. These are the slogans of the new spirit of the age, the dawning of the empire of Palestine. Well, that's certainly different than the dawning of the age of Aquarius, isn't it? Think <laughs> about that. No, no, I'm, 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 Absolutely. I'm uh, the age yeah. of Aquarius was to, uh, to, to bring on, to, to enter into 
uh, in the dawning of it and an in, in era of people caring for each other. I know it was a little overspoken, you know, peace, love and all that kind of stuff, but there was something positive about it. Listen, the dawn of it Christianity. Had to do, it had to yeah, do yeah, with it, it, it had to do with caring. It had to do with love. This all it, has to do with hatred. Ex- it is just exactly. based in pure hatred. And it is a philosophy ultimately of death. And that's why those human shields exist. And that's why there is utterly a lack of regard for life. And the church and the body politic and academia has bought into it in great, great measure. I want to say again uh, the quote that I have used for the last few weeks from uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the great theologian who attempted to uh, end the life of Adolf Hitler. Yes, he realized uh, that uh, thou shalt not murder as a pastor was uh, one of his commandments, but he also understood uh, that uh, there was a greater evil that had to be eliminated. And from the prison he wrote, only he who shouts for the Jew can sing the Gregorian chant. And to every Christian brother and sister out there, that should be our mantra. Israel is literally the great hope in the Middle East. And um, we must do everything, everything we can to support it from top to bottom. Because they they stand for light and life. And life! And boy, you can't have that, by the way. (laughs) You know, talking about about people not knowing anything this past week, someone said, yeah, you know, uh, someone put online, uh, you know, Moses was a Muslim. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Moses was a Muslim. I don't, I, I, I'm not being a biblical scholar at all. I don't know how long before uh, uh, Christ, uh, Moses lived, but I know it was way before that. Um, and 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 um, Islam wasn't even founded till the sixth or seventh uh, century A.D. Right. This th- this is this this is what passes for knowledge. You know, yeah, I want to yeah. move on to I want to move on to um, my move piece, on. which which Please. talks about which talks about uh, which is reflects to me the 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 stain on the left. In, in not only in the world, but in, in, in this country. Yes. That, uh, I've talked about this before, you know, when they talk about racism and feminism and all these isms and genderism and all this kind of stuff, you know what it is? All it is, is about communism and leftism. A- anything can go by the wayside. As an example, the feminists, you know, I think feminism, by the way, is dead. But I'll give you an example. Last year, a, a young teenage girl, Peyton McNabb, was seriously injured while playing in a high school volleyball game against a transgender male athlete in North Carolina. A year later, she is still struggling with partial paralysis oh, and constant right. headaches right. and has yeah. trouble yeah. learning. Now, but, you know, here's the thing. If, if, this young woman, uh, Peyton McNabb, had expected the standard feminist groups to side with her and say, yes, this is insane. You can't do this. She was very disappointed. Instead, the Feminist Majority Foundation, the nonprofit that happens to publish Ms. Magazine, denounced, quote, 
Fairness in Women's Sports Act bill. They denounced it, meant to protect teenage girls like her. Now, listen, listen to all these other feminist groups who were against this. The Feminist Majority Foundation, along with the Feminist Campus, Equal Rights Advocates, Girls Inc., Women's Legal Defense and Education Fund, mm. Trust Women, United State of Women, and the National Organization for Women Now. And numerous feminist groups signed a letter attacking the Federal Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act for daring to protect women from suffering the way that young, this young woman and other female athletes have. So dozens of organizations with women or girl or feminist in their names are dedicated to the proposition that women's sports should be eliminated and that any woman or girl who plays should be ready to suffer catastrophic injuries like from, from a 220 yes. pound transgender male. And by the way, same goes for uh, women defending Israeli women who were raped. They don't talk about raping anymore. They come out. They 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 they, they come out with, uh, um, you know, with with uh, uh, these kind of vanilla uh, statements. Palestinian boys and men have falsely portrayed as bloodthirsty terrorists, rapists, and savages. And uh, and uh, you know the, you know they they they, they, they mm. yes yeah, sometimes people use rape as a weapon of war. Blah blah. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? What happened to believe every woman? This is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So feminism, to me, is dead because it has nothing to do with women. They don't give a damn about women. They give a damn about leftism and, and control and totalitarianism. And that's my PS for the day. Well, and let that uh, PS resonate. Uh, and again, we're we're just uh, we're seeing it everywhere across the board. And uh, you know, it's amazing how the hatred of Israel just seeps into everything else. It is, you know what I mean. It is so malignant. You know, when they talk when someone has cancer and it's malignant, it goes in from this organ to that organ, it spreads. That's what this is, this hatred of Jews in Israel infects everything else. It does, it does on multiple levels. There is, there, there, right. there, there is absolutely no question about it. And uh, the exposure uh, is, 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 is the one hope we have in terms of uh, the fact that um, people are seeing it. I mean, my my precious wife, who uh, certainly is uh, <laughs> to the left of of where I am on on several different issues, you know, she is just looking at these young people out in the streets uh, spewing this hatred against Israel and just uh, shaking her head. And uh, of course, she wants to send everybody. And the family, uh, a book on X, wants to send them exodus. And I said, well, I'm not sure that's the cure-all, my darling, at this point. But she said, but they don't understand any of the history. And I said, of course they don't, because they've been taking courses in how to feel good. They've been taking courses in pop psychology. They've been taking courses in DEI. And I want to get on that again next week with 
uh, an incident that I had at IU Health this week. But, Philip, I'm going to leave us on a bright, bright note, and I just want to talk about the fact that I think, unless uh, I don't recall, we did speak uh, a couple of weeks ago about what was taking place at St. Mary's College, you know, in Notre Dame. And, uh, yes, you did. You, you, yeah. you, you, you made a strong point about that. Yes, and uh, here's the good news, folks. Um, and if I have a hero, and Philip and I both agree we don't have heroes per se, I think we've got to change our category, Philip. What we should have is either an Oscar for, an Oscar for the day, a, 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 a um, Tony of the day, or an Emmy of the day, depending upon, shall we say, the the substant, uh, substantial nature of 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 the. Uh, uh, the recipient of the award. But anyway, my hero really is the most reverend Bishop Kevin Carl Rhodes. He is the ninth bishop of Fort Wayne, South Bend, who, along with concerned alumni, created backlash so that the president of St. Mary's College in Notre Dame, Notre Dame, President Kate Conboy, and board chair Maureen Carnett-Smith reported that the board has, quote, decided that we will return to our previous admission policy. For the sake of clarity, St. Mary's College, located indeed up in Notre Dame, Indiana, reported earlier this year that it was going to reverse its nearly 200-year-old school policy and adopt a new policy that would allow cross-dressing men to enroll in the all-woman school. So the college had changed its non-discrimination policy in June of 2023 to accept applications from those, quote, quoting them, whose sex is female or who consistently lives and identifies as a woman. The policy reportedly followed the creation of a president's task force for gender identity by Conboy. Well, here's the good news again. Bishop Kevin Rhodes, along with the brave women alumni, they chose to speak out and say, enough is enough. Let women be women at St. Mary's College, which has been an exclusively... There's that word, exclusive. Catholic school for women since founded in 1844 by the Sisters of the Holy Cross. The name of the school, of course, referring to the Virgin Mary. Philip, proof, po- proof positive for us. Pushback, pushback, and the day can be won for the truth. Amen. 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 Well, listen, my friend, it is so good to be back with you after a little break. And we do want to say there is the old school bell telling us it is time to uh, wrap it up and say goodbye to all our listeners. And we do want to wish everyone this coming Monday a very, very happy new year as we usher in 2024 and always remember in way of reminder regardless of what is going on in this crazy, topsy-turvy world of ours. We live in a great country because it's a free country. And we're thankful for you, dear listener. And I'm thankful for you, Philip, 
So till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and Philip Charles McKenzie inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right. <laughs>